My wife and I were enjoying a wonderful few days of rest on the Gulf Coast of Florida, and one of our favorite things to do is to walk the beach, even though we can't seem to agree on how fast to walk. See, I've always been Mr. Aerobics, and she was always Mrs. Aesthetics. Yeah, oh yeah, love to walk slowly enough to appreciate the beautiful seashells that the tide deposited on the beach. Well, she finally slowed me down long enough to enjoy some of the color and the design that God put into those shells, and I'm glad she did. Of course, we weren't the only ones collecting them. A lot of people were walking along looking for those shell treasures. And my wife made an interesting observation. She said, you know, no one picks up the broken ones. Well, uh, she always did. She reached into her bag of treasures and produced this pink and white cone-shaped shell. Now, the hard exterior had been broken away, but there was exposed the interior, which you wouldn't usually see. And it was a beautiful, expressive pattern of twists and curls and this intricate network of the inner chambers of a shell. I was seeing beauty I never could have seen if the shell wasn't broken. Well, I'm Ron Hutchcraft, and I want to have a word with you today about beauty in broken shells. Our word for today from the Word of God, 2 Corinthians chapter 12. Paul is telling about his thorn in the flesh, and it was so painful and so frustrating, it had to break him. And though the breaking was ugly, the result was really something beautiful. Three times, He'd ask for this to be removed, whatever this agony was for him. But he says, the Lord has said to me, my grace is sufficient for you. My power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, he says, I will boast all the more gladly about my weaknesses so that Christ's power may rest on me. That is why, for Christ's sake, I delight in weaknesses, in insults, in hardships, in persecution, in difficulties. For when I am weak, then I am strong. The brokenness of Paul's life exposed the beauty and the grace of God, the strength of God, the power of God. My wife said no one picks up the broken ones. Actually, Jesus does. And maybe he's done that with you. He uses the pain first to create a beauty in you that you could not develop any other way. And he might be trying to do that right now. When we're at the end of our answers and our resources, we finally throw ourselves on God in this total desperate dependency. And that humility gets us out of the way and allows us to experience God's power and God's love on a level we have never touched before. There's nothing left of us, so it's all Him. And that produces a beautiful new spirit, one that could never be there if we hadn't been broken. God also uses our pain to to give us a deep new compassion, a, a new sensitivity for hurting people. And that compassion enables us to really make a difference for other people in a struggling world. After Christ creates that beauty inside of us, he displays it to a world that desperately needs to know the difference he can make. The pounding breaks open our hard shell and lets the world see Jesus working inside. If you're going through a hurting time, All eyes are upon you to see how you handle it. You have a unique opportunity to show them your Jesus through your brokenness in a way you could never have when you were whole. You know, Jesus was a broken person. At that first communion, he handed his disciples broken bread and said, this is my body broken for you. He was broken so we could be healed. All the king's horses and all the king's men couldn't put Humpty Dumpty together again. But I like to say the king can. He puts Humpty Dumpty people together again. I don't know if you've ever met this Jesus, but I would love to introduce you to him. 
would you go to our website? It's anewstory.com, anewstory.com. Let Jesus move into the broken places in you and, and heal what only he can. Brokenness is beautiful. If the love and power of Jesus are exposed to people who might not see that beauty any other way.